Greetings, seam heads, and a welcome on in to another installment of the 20th and Blake podcast right here on the My Life Sports Podcasting Network. Hope everybody's doing well out there. I am your host, Anilo Piro, and uh, we're going to go ahead and put a bow on this rocky season in this podcast. It has been a remarkable, remarkable year for the Colorado Rockies. Of course, I say that tongue-in-cheek. Um, but yeah, their Remarkable season is a word. It is, it is a word. It's it is a word. definitely a word to describe it, but... Um, We'll go in-depth with uh, the state of the Rockies and actually quite a bit of news about the future of the team coming down over the weekend uh, that we'll dive into here in a second. But the voice that you just heard is my producer, Andrew Detmer, kind enough to give me a few minutes of his time joining me in the podcast studio. First and foremost, how was your weekend? You know, it was good. It was a lot better than Mark Zuckerberg's. I will leave Dude, the- what the hell is going on right now with Facebook? Uh, so there I saw was, something on Twitter like the employees can't even access their email. They can't get into the building. There like, was a whistleblower thing that happened over the weekend in regards to Facebook to the point where uh, Mark Zuckerberg's personal wealth has dropped seven billion dollars. Oh gosh! So I'm doing a lot better than that. You know, got wow. a new phone, got a haircut. There you go. New phone, new me. That is crazy. Yeah. Well. Definitely not a good day to work for Facebook. Uh, definitely a good day. <laughs> and Facebook itself has been down for most of the day. Yeah, Instagram too. It sucks. I Insta, made this whole video I, and I can't even do anything what, with WhatsApp it. WhatsApp too? One of the other Facebook apps? Really? Yeah. Everything's down, huh? Everything Facebook related is just wow. it's gone. It's a great well, day. That's why you should listen to this podcast. We don't know when Facebook will be back up, but hopefully it's soon. Hopefully IG's back up. That's part of my job as well, so... I uh, don't want to go too long without it or else I might be out of a job. But um, we're going to go <laughs> ahead and put a bow on this season here for the Colorado Rockies. And they finished with 74 wins. I think a lot better than people expected them to be, to be quite honest with you. But I think the reason they finished with 74 wins is because they opt to not trade guys like John Gray and Trevor Story. And when you keep guys like John Gray and Trevor Story past the trade deadline, obviously you're going to be relatively competitive uh, when you have guys that, you know, are sought after by other playoff contending teams still on your roster. So it has been an interesting go-around, to say the least, for the Rockies. But uh, the big news that came out over the weekend is that about the future of the general manager position. The Rockies uh, officially removing the interim title to no surprise to anybody, I think. Um, From Bill Schmidt's name, they're making him the full-time general manager for your Colorado Rockies moving forward. He will, he replaced general manager, former general manager Jeff Breidich in the past, uh, but he is now the full-time active, participating general manager for your Colorado Rockies. And uh, let's start there because I don't think it's a surprise to many, but I'm curious to get your thoughts on this one, Andrew, is uh, as the Rockies opt to once again hire from within as opposed to going outside the organization. Yeah, I don't think anybody is surprised by this news. I think everybody was along the lines of it's going to happen just how long into the offseason until the interim tag was removed. And, you know, they didn't even make it to the true offseason after the playoffs. It's the Rockies offseason. Like, what the same day the season ended was the right. day that, um, I think it might have been Saturday. So the, the last weekend of the regular season, Bill Schmidt finally got the interim tag removed. And um, I, <laughs> I hate the move so much. Just so, so, so much. It is... 
the, well, the term I keep using is par for the course, right? Because it's it's an annoying yeah. move. It's one that nobody's going to like, but it's so expected. And here's actually a great tweet from the Afternoon Drive radio host, Eric Goodman. He's on from 4 to 6 every day. He tweeted this out, I believe, uh, what's today? Today's the 4th, so he tweeted it out Sunday. Uh, follow him on Twitter, at Eric Goodman. Uh, he's been very plugged in, covering professional sports uh, for a long, long time in a, mu- in a bunch of different markets. Uh, here is uh, the quote. He says, former MLB executive on Rockies hiring Bill Schmidt as GM. Quote, confirms their total lack of self-awareness, along with extending their prevailing ineptitude by design. They didn't even seek outside opinion and methodology. It's baffling to the baseball world. Absolutely inexplicable, exclamation point, end quote. This is, uh, I think, a great way to kind of sum it up. Because here's the, at the end of the day, the Rockies are a doorstep for damn near every other Major League Baseball yeah. team in the, in, in, that plays in the professional ranks. I mean, nobody takes them seriously. And... You know, a move like this, hiring from within, not going without outside the organization, not showing any real signs of evolving as a franchise, is just more reasons for these franchises to essentially take a piss on the Rockies. Yeah, no, the Rockies have been a ma- a, a major league level, minor league system yes. for every other they team. They are as close in the to a minor league, league team as you can be at the professional ranks. Well, I, well and Baltimore. I would say Baltimore exists <laughs> and Pittsburgh exists. Yeah, they can almost form their own league. But th- that's the thing. You they, know, get the lion or they, not the lions, the tigers in there. They accept that they're bad, and they they try to tank right. to be better in the future. They make the right hiring moves. It hasn't worked out for those other two teams yet, but they're in they're in the process. Look at the Marlins. The Marlins were the exact same way two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Last year they were in the playoffs. They hired the first woman, uh, female general Jim. manager. Derek Jeter is the uh, the face of the ownership. They're making the moves necessary to be a contending team. The Rockies, on the other hand, they they refuse to acknowledge that they're a bad team. Right. And I I, I put no, out, yeah, exactly they refuse to acknowledge it. Yeah, it's absurd. I put out a tweet on yesterday uh, yesterday when I saw the news and uh, a different and in a different conversation I had a similar uh, quote. Comfortability. The first one. Comfortability breeds complacency. Yes. This franchise is going nowhere. They're going nowhere fast. It is absurd. Everybody but the ownership knows that this team needs a complete makeover. But instead of right. going for the complete makeover, they go for the same dreary, boring wallpaper, the same boring table, the same boring fixture. It's generic. Yeah. It's the generic. That's honestly, that probably sums it up perfectly. It's just, it's... It should be inexcusable. Yeah. Like, it should be deplorable across Major League Baseball. Like, there should be, you know, watchdogs coming after the Rockies barking like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? But it's like, yeah. for whatever reason, I mean, you know, from a business perspective, though, I mean, you mentioned other teams like the Pirates, you know, the Orioles. Like, those teams don't do anything good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they draw yeah. for, like, the first month of the year, then everything goes away. Whereas the Rockies, you know, they draw year-round. They're one of the best teams for a family-friendly atmosphere. They mean a lot to the local community. And it seems like they just kind of take advantage of the way that the fan base continues to rally around them regardless of how good the product is. Yeah. The second quote that I come up, come up with, uh, comfortability breeds mediocrity. Yep. You know, um, at least uh, the other two teams the, the, uh, in terms of the Baltimore Orioles and the Pittsburgh Pirates, they they know they're bad. And they don't try to – they don't play mediocre baseball. They right. play bad because they have dreams of future brightness. Right. The Rockies, they're not bad, bad, but they're not good. Good, you know this is a, this is a team that is stuck in developmental hell 
because they're always drafting between 10 and 15. Exactly. And that, like you're not, you're never going to uh, be good enough to win the division, which they have never done, by the way. But they're never going to be bad enough to get a top five draft pick, a guy that you can actually set a f- your fu- the future of your franchise's sights on to the point where you can actually play meaningful baseball exactly. in September and into October. If this describes the degree of delusion that this organization operates with, I mean, this, this is a quote from an ESPN article about Bill Schmidt being named uh, the full-time general manager. This comes from Greg Fossil. Fiesel, I forget how to pronounce his name exactly, but he's essentially the right-hand man to owner Dick Montford. Uh, so the line before the quote says, the Rockies were 74-85 and 85 when they made the announcement of hiring Bill Schmidt before falling to Arizona 11-2. They lost 11-2 that night. Here's a quote from, Fa- from Greg Fiesel, excuse me. Foss, I don't know how to say it. I'm, I apologize. He says, after five months, it became, and this is such a this is such delusion from the Rockies. Like, this paints the perfect picture. After five months, it became increasingly clear that Bill was the right person to lead this franchise forward. <laughs> he came into a challenging situation and quickly impacted the play on the field. Yes, may, maybe he saved them from a hundred losses, but he got them nowhere near the playoffs. And I think another quote, and this is from an MLB.com article from the great Thomas Harding. You know. On top of that, Fiesel's saying the same thing. He says, what he did over the four months, dot, 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 and then just kept building, dot, 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 he didn't give us a choice. Let me, re- let me repeat that. What he did over the four months, and then it just kept building, he didn't give us a choice. This was a team that never even sniffed the postseason, and the, the people, the powers that be with the Rockies right now are coming out and saying that he was so impressive in this four-month stretch by not trading Troy to, or in, Troy Tulowitzki, excuse me, not trading Troy, uh, Trevor Story, not trading John Gray. He impressed this organization, this front office, so, so much that they had no choice but to stick with their internal options. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. It all, it, I mean, it's, it's funny as an awful. It's also funny as an ha-ha. How do you not... How do you not even look at outward options? Are you that stuck in your ways? Yes, I know the answer is yes. How are you that stuck in your ways to the point where it's absurd, dude. a guy who tows the company line? Well, he's not. He's he's not good. He's not bad. He's mediocre. We coming. We keep coming At back best. to this word. Yes, you know. Um, in, of a quote from a uh, so uh, Rockies report, beat writer Danielle Allentuck. Uh, in a in apparently his uh, Bill Schmidt's press conference had him quoted as saying that um, we're not the Dodgers, we're the Colorado Rockies. We uh, we scout, you don't scout well. We draft, <laughs> you you sparingly draft well, and we develop. You don't develop. It's absurd. Also, just the fact that they they said we're not the Dodgers. The Dodgers do all of that. Probably the second best in the in the league. Outside of um, Tampa, but because they have the money, the the uh, casual fan will say, "Hey, they they don't actually do any of this. They just buy all their players, which is bull crap." But <laughs> it's like that's a ca- if it, casual fans think that way. You know, people that that follow baseball but don't like really dive into baseball. But the fact that your general manager says that about the Dodgers while specifically stating everything the Dodgers do with complete excellence like how do you know how do you not know how your the own teams in your division right. much less the rest of baseball your own division how do you not know how they go about business yeah. yeah they have the money but they also have the heads of baseball that that know how to develop players know how to scout players 99% of the players on their on their team 
were not paid for with high dollars. Exactly. They were developed well. Max Muncy was a was a castaway from the Oakland Athletics. Yes, he was. And now he's an all-star with who's going to get MVP votes this year. You know, Justin uh Justin Turner, third baseman. Yeah, castaway. Castaway from the New York Mets. Oh, I remember. Oh, and oh what guess what? He's an all-star with MVP uh, with MVP Bets he or votes he's gotten it is probably going to get for the next few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure they went out and got Mookie Betts. They went out and got Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. But most of their team is built on developing, on drafting, on scouting everything yeah. that, that Bill Schmidt thinks the Dodgers don't do, and that in itself is a fireable offense. If you don't know how the own teams in your division are doing it, it's it's going to be fascinating because. There has always been a complete lack of self-awareness with the Rockies as it pertains to where they are in the division and where they are in the standings of Major League Baseball. But the one thing, and I I am trying to look at the optimistic side of things because it is disgraceful the way the Rockies have handled this process. There's no other way to slice it, but you've got to deal with what you've got at this point. And talking with some people that know the Rockies pretty well, you know, Schmidt, to his credit, has, like, of the players that you've seen the Rockies draft and develop over the years, the Nolan Arenados of the world, the stories of the world, the Tulos of the world, Schmidt has been an integral part of drafting and developing those guys. Like, that is his one area of expertise, which has been the one bright spot of the Rockies. But to me, that's not the issue here, because the, I have no doubts that somebody like a Zach Veen or the rest of these, you know, crop of players, you're going to get another crack at this thing in five or six years when these guys fully develop, right? You're going to be a competitive ball club with some young players, you know, hopefully three, four, five, six years from now, right? But can you sustain it? That is always been the issue with the Rockies is sustainability. You go back to Larry Walker, 95, whatever the year was, when they made the the playoffs for the first time, right? You have a nice little one, two-year run, it falls off. 2007, you have a miracle run, you don't make the playoffs in 08, you get back to playoffs in 09, then it all falls apart, right? Then this most recent turnaround, you make it in 2017 uh, and 18, and then everything falls apart. The Rockies have these two, three-year windows, but they've never been able to sustain it in the 20-plus year history of this franchise's existence. So that's the the que- I, I I really do trust Bill Schmidt's ability to get competitive players, young players, on the Rockies team in the next handful of years, but I don't have any confidence in his ability to retain them and continue to make this team legitimate because that's how the Rockies are. They actually are a decent organization at finding players, drafting, and developing, but when it comes to keeping those players around for the long haul, unless it's for sentimental reasons like Charlie Blackman or, or Todd Helton, it's not going to happen. The Rockies have never shown an ability to be a consistent winner. And it's not because of their altitude. It's not because of where they play. The front office has never legitimately tried to keep the team competitive. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah, no, no fault. It's ridiculous. Detected. It's, it's gross. I mean, this is coming from the same owner, though, and to, in, uh, just in regards to last year's 2020 team, thought they were going to be a 94-win team for an organization that has never won 94, uh, four, 94 games in the se- in a single season in team history for a team that had literally just lost DJ LeMayhew, probably one of the best players in Rockies history, and Ad- Adam Adovino, one of the best relief pitchers in Rockies history. You lost both those guys literally in going into the 2019, uh, 20, what, 2019 right? right? I think it was. 2019-2020 season. You lose both those guys. Yeah, you, so you sure have a lot of the older players from those, old, from those uh, playoff years. But you lost two integral players, had never had 94 wins. Oh, now we're going to win. Oh, yeah, we, I think we're a 94-win team. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. I, there's, there's not a lot of things that make sense. That's the thing is it's a stated delusion. It, it really is. Um, See, hey, I don't think delusion is strong enough of a word. Yeah, it, it's, no, it is more than delusion. It, 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 it is, it's words that we cannot say. No, it, it, exactly. It is just, 
It makes no sense. It really, it's spinning yeah. in circles. And I mean, that's why I feel bad for the fan base because you just know nothing good is going to come of this, right? Uh, it makes me, it hard to be a fan. Exactly. Well, that, and that's what I get. And like, that's always been what I circle back to is like a long-suffering Met fan. Like I've been through something. So I know what bad ownership looks like, right? And I mean, I know what it looks like when a fan base turns their back on the team. I'm not trying to advocate for that, but I am saying like the only way the Rockies are ever going to fully change fundamentally as an organization is if the bottom line hurts. So uh, speaking of the bottom line, I don't want yours to hurt. And I know DraftKings wants you guys to make some money. So let me tell you about them real quick. It's been a great start to the NFL season and it's only getting better at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is kicking off another week of action by giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $1 on any football game this week and receive $100 or $150, not just $100, in free bets instantly, no matter what. And this football season, all customers can swing big with DraftKings same-game parlays. Same-game parlays allow you to combine multiple bets for a bigger payout this week. Place a same-game parlay on any NFL game and you will be credited up to $25 if your bet loses. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And the best part is you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS to receive the $150 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code MHS to get $150 in free bets instantly this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions they do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, your number to call is 1-800-522-4700. Um, all right, let's transition. We've kind of ranted a lot enough but, like, where, where does the team go for here? Like, what is your offseason outlook for the Rockies, right? They're not going to be in the market for a big-time player. Uh, Trevor Story is going to be on the out-and-out. Out. I think, you know, if there's any heartwarming storyline with the Rockies, it's maybe they figure out a way to retain John Gray, re-sign him to a nice contract extension, which I honestly don't think is the worst thing in the world uh, because you do need pitching. John Gray likes being here. He settled into a nice groove. Um, but if you're Bill Schmidt, what is priority number one for you in running the front office? Finding my replacement, if I'm all, just jokingly, finding my replacement. <laughs> no, um, I think the Rockies' biggest priority needs to, and I don't think it's going to happen. I genuinely do not think it's going to happen, but you try and re-sign Trevor Story at all costs. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I honestly, I could see them. But I, I just don't think it's going to, I think Trev is just so oh, Yeah, like off. I said, I think the likelihood of it hap happening is, Next to next to zero, it's, it's not it's not a zero. So there so that there is a chance, but I don't think it's going to happen. You know, uh, John Gray is going to be a if they can somehow convince John Gray to come back to Colorado. That honestly is probably the best reason, not reasonable. Uh, ideally, um, realistically, realistically, that's probably the best move they can make as is an organization. Though I'm probably throwing every dollar that I can at Trevor Story. Because no offense to Charlie Blackman, they need a player that can get fans excited, that can still produce at an, an at an elite level. And Charlie Blackman, sadly, is no longer that. Charlie uh, Trevor right. Story is is probably the best option out there for guys that you know have that history of being here in Colorado. That has in the past say that he likes being here, loves being here. Yeah. I just, I really don't know. See. I don't know what Bill Schmidt plans on doing with the the the, sc the scouting and the developmental side of the game. Well, I know they, they hired they someone. Need, they need analytical gurus. They, they hired someone from the Washington Nationals to spearhead their analytical department. Maybe that's going to be a source of topic for another podcast. Hopefully. Um, so I do know they're trying to beef up their analytics staff, and I mean, pretty much anything's going to be beefing that up because they had a staff of about two. 
um, before the pandemic. Yeah, in I heard that, it was like department. a broom closet somewhere. Yeah, which is absolutely unacceptable in this day and age. So I don't know, man. I, I do try to remain optimistic because, you know, to his credit, you know, Schmidt has been responsible for drafting and developing. I mean, Trevor yeah. Story, I mean, like, these are all guys that have been like, that's not Bright Edge. That is Bill Schmidt. You know, Bright Edge was a part of the organization, but Bill Schmidt is the one who's got the, he's been, you know, he has a sharp eye for talent. He's been with the organization since 1999. He's, uh, the number of great players that have come up under Bill Schmidt, you know, they're countless. Again, it's retention. I'm not worried about Bill Schmidt's ability to get a winner on the field eventually. I worry about his ability to keep this team competitive. You know, I read some stories from, and, and maybe this is just coaches talk. It was Nick Groke of The Athletic. There was a quote from Buddy Black, and Buddy kind of mentioned, you know, how he did feel like Bill Schmidt is a baseball guy. You know, he did kind of inject some some energy into the clubhouse. You know, there were some uh, reports, instances of Bill Schmidt, you know, just going around and chatting with the players. Fist bump here, fist bump there. You know, trying to build a little bit of uh, camaraderie within the team. You know, things that Jeff Breidich did not really do, right? Jeff Breidich was always kind of viewed as, you know, Darth Vader, as like this guy that you didn't really want to go talk to as a yeah. player. Uh, you know, Bill Schmidt, you know, trying to turn the tide here a little bit I understand that it's hiring from within and I under there's nothing desirable about that but I do think the track it's and I wasn't really here for when Jeff Breidich got hired but it seems like the one thing Schmidt has done right is the one thing that has led the Rockies to some sort of success in the past right so I think you hope that they can continue to do that and maybe get some complimentary pieces for him in the front office to try to keep this team sustainably good also that's a conversation for about four years from if I'm if I'm Bill Schmidt I am marching down to Tampa or is it up to Montreal, I can't yeah, keep who it. Knows I can't days. keep it. Might yeah. change, but tomorrow I don't know which which team Tampa, play, which team the Rays play for now, which city, or if it's one or the other. Like I'm, mar- I'm marching down to the the Rays organization. Oh, yeah. head offices, and I'm kidnapping as many <laughs> of them as I can. That's not a bad, uh, not a bad mo. So it's going to be interesting. But uh, Rockies baseball season for 2021 officially coming to a close. They finished with 74 wins on the year and uh, name Bill Schmidt the fourth acting general manager in franchise history along the way. So uh, stay tuned to MyLifeSports.com. We'll have plenty of Rockies coverage for you as we move throughout the offseason. But uh, Andrew, my man, any closing thoughts before we get out of here? we got a show to get ready for. Um, any closing thoughts about the Rockies, Bill Schmidt, as we get ready for the rest of uh, the offseason? I don't know about the Rockies or Bill Schmidt per se, but right now we're in that my favorite time of the year. Baseball yep. playoffs literally start <laughs> tomorrow, and it's going to go throughout the month. It's going to be good. And I am just ready. I'm just ready. I uh, am go, ready. Go, go Rockies in like 10 years? Yeah, something like that. For that wild card spot? Yeah. We, uh, it's going to be a long while until things are good. Oh, I also am pumping every, uh, every thing at my disposal into Brendan Rodgers. In hopes of cracking his the potential we've been talking about yes. for t- seven years. That's what you got to hope for. You got to try to develop Brendan Rodgers. You, uh, I, I can't even think of that because after Brendan Rodgers, what is it? Nothing. It's it's nothing. Ryan it's Rommel McMahon, Tapia, maybe. Brian McMahon, Garrett Hampson. It's not going to be a good season at 20th and Blake in Can Larry Walker come out of retirement? Yeah, for real. I, I don't even know anymore. But Andrew, my man, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, we'll be back at it again here soon, guys. So stay up, up to date with us at MyLifeSports.com. And away we go. Let's see what the Rockies do with Bill Schmidt as the fourth general manager in club history. We'll talk to you guys soon.